Good morning everyone and welcome to Mommy Guide Inc. For those who are new to my channel, I am Mommy Lala. I hope that you are all well and whether you are at home, on the road, or at work, I thank you for coming in this morning. I know that we are still in the thick of this pandemic, but we would like to talk about something that millions of people worldwide suffer from. And that is type 2 diabetes. Specifically, how to prevent the onset of type 2 diabetes. What is diabetes? How can one get this disease? These questions and others are what we're going to talk about today on this episode of Mommy Wellness and Health. We would love to engage with you all, so please feel free to type your questions or comments on Mommy Guide Inc.'s Facebook page or Mommy Guide Inc.'s YouTube channel. But please, just don't forget to be respectful at all times. And to help us learn more about the disease this morning, we are blessed to have with us Dr. Dwayne Wood. Dr. Wood was raised in Brooklyn, New York, where he, but he is he currently and he, his wife and son live in Huntsville, Alabama. Dr. Wood currently provides care for a wide range of endocrine problems, including diseases of the pituitary, thyroid, parathyroid, adrenal glands, low testosterone, and of course, our topic for today, diabetes. He continues to be involved in the community activities and enjoys educating the community about endocrine diseases and their treatment. He currently serves on the staff at Crestwood Medical Center. And so, without further ado, let's all welcome, first time on Mommy Guide Inc., Dr. Dwayne Wood. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good evening to you, Dr. Dwayne. How are you today? I am doing fine and just so excited to be with you, Mama. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Dwayne. First and foremost, for coming in this morning, although it's quite late there right now. It's 9 p.m. your time, right? It is 9 p.m. my time. It is 9 p.m. All right. So let's just say a hi to some of the people already watching. Sammy, hi Sammy, thanks for dropping by. And Scrapstash, good morning, Lala, good morning. And Ayin, hello, Miss Lala and Doc Dwayne. Good morning, Ayin. So again, if you have questions, just put them on the comment section below on my Facebook or uh, Mommy Guiding's Facebook channel or no, Facebook page or my YouTube channel. All right, Doc Dwayne, let's start. So, what is diabetes oh that is a great question mama guy um we are ah wow so 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 diabetes is a group of diseases that uh, have to do with how the body manages glucose or sugar uh, most people think of uh, sugar as coming from carbohydrates and so forth but there are several diabetes types, type 1, type 2, gestational diabetes, but they all have to do with how the body manages its glucose. And uh, when those blood sugars go up, they can cause problems in the system. And uh, so diabetes is one of those uh, issues that we're dealing with around the world. There are probably about 400 million people around the world that suffer from diabetes. Oh my goodness, 400 million people worldwide. All right. And it's actually also um, 
one of the dreaded diseases here in the Philippines, basically because also of our diet. We, we are rice eaters. We love carbs, right? So even though some are not into sweets, but we love carbs, right? So um, this is something that we really need to be well informed about. And so we thank you so much, Dr. Dwayne, again for coming in. Now you talked about um, diabetes in general, but today we want to talk about type 2 diabetes. Okay, so what is type 2 diabetes, Dr. Dwayne? Well, type 2 diabetes is a disease uh, process where the body is not able to use the insulin that it makes effectively or where the insulin we don't make enough insulin so some of the other types of diabetes like type 1 is a disease process where the body doesn't make insulin at all but in type 2 if we actually look at the amount of insulin that people with type 2 diabetes make uh, they actually are making more than someone who doesn't have diabetes but the insulin is just not effective and so that causes a problem for uh, for the blood sugars. Oh, so if there's no problem, um, then it can normally be metabolized. Correct. So your body normally, in response to the food that we eat, particularly the, the sugary foods, mm -hmm. and when I say sugary, I should, I should take that back, the carbs that we eat, because you can have carbs without having sugar. So uh -huh. when we eat carbs, the blood sugar rises and in response to that the body produces insulin and that's supposed to bring the blood sugar back down but because the body's insulin uh, mechanism is not working well the blood sugars continue to rise as the body attempts to keep it low or keep it in the normal range and when it can't do that then diabetes is what we call that process all right so the thing is doc um for a normal person okay so who eats you know the usual kinds of food so you eat you know uh whatever but the thing is um will eating a lot of uh, food uh carbohydrate rich food eventually make me become uh susceptible to type 2 diabetes well uh, that is actually one of the questions that we continue to struggle with because traditionally we've told people that it is the fact that they're eating high carbohydrates or too much sugar that predisposes them to blood sugars, to high blood sugars and to diabetes. But what we're finding is that there are other things in our lifestyle that can also cause that. For instance, a person who, even if they're not eating a high carb diet, if they continue to put on weight because they're eating high fatty foods, that oh. can also cause diabetes to develop because it is the process of, um, having the insulin not effective so as someone puts on more and more and more weight the body struggles to make enough insulin to maintain blood sugars and so even if you're not eating a high sugary diet because oh. your weight continues to go up that itself can predispose or cause and lead to diabetes oh that's something new i never thought that um being you know on the heavier side will be uh, will make you actually more susceptible to achieving or getting diabetes. That's something yes. new again. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was just the food, but actually our weight also has an effect. I didn't. Oh yeah, because eventually this the fat gets metabolized into basic sugars, right? So well, the body sense. can take. Yeah, the body can take fat and convert it to uh, a source of energy, mm -hmm. and so even if someone is not 
eating a high fat or high sugary diet mm -hmm. those fat cells when they break down the triglycerides free fatty acids mm -hmm. then those cells get turned into energy in the form of glucose all right so again we'll just want to remind everybody doc that if you have questions kind of put a cue all right before your questions so that we can line it up faster all right so going back doc so um is now uh if if you do have diabetes type 2 um is this a curable disease can you actually uh get better from having this Wow, that is an amazing question. And, and once again, even now, there are people who continue to struggle with this question. And, you know, you, you, if you look on the Internet, you read books, you read articles, there is a lot of data out there, a lot of people who are talking about reversing diabetes. And when they say reversing diabetes, what, they're, what I think they're trying to say is that we are able to treat diabetes in a way so that a lot of people don't need medication. The mm -hmm. issue with is that if people accept the reversing diabetes, they sometimes think that the diabetes is gone. And so I could go back to doing whatever I want to do. But if you do that, guess what? Those blood sugars begin rising again. And so here's diabetes uh, once again. So so I, I think I, I prefer the term maybe diabetes in remission, <laughs> if you will. Oh, diabetes yes. in remission because, Doc, it's um, so it's a lifestyle, right? So the minute that, all right. So the minute that we actually have one or diagnosed with one, and then we get better, so to speak, because of you know the we follow the doctor's advice and the diet. But the minute that we like veer away from that, we can get it again. Is that what it simply means? That's that's the idea. Correct. All right. So it is then supposed to be a lifestyle change right doc it's it is it is a lifestyle change and i think a lot of what we've done is a lot of times we've convinced people that they're they are locked into taking medication for their diabetes now granted there are people who will need medication but sometimes we may not need as much medication as we're on uh, if we will follow some simple lifestyle adjustments Mm -hmm. And that can help with diabetes. All right. So we would like to talk more about that lifestyle changes in a while, Doc. Let's just read some of the comments here right now that has come in. All right. So everybody, uh, okay. Uh, Scrapstash says, good evening, Dr. Dwayne. All right. Hey, All right. And uh, hello, Scrapstash and Sammy Superstar. Everybody's greeting everybody in the comment. I love that. I like your haircut, Dr. Wood, from John Pullum. I hope I... I <laughs> and... Uh, John Pullum, part of the Bearded Ball Guys. Club. Oh, yeah. So John Pullum is uh, one of them, huh? <laughs> yes. Hi, John. Thanks for dropping by, John. All right. Giga Art. Hello. Oops. Mommy Guide, Inc. and Doc Dwayne. Giga Art is from Australia. Thanks hey, for Giga dropping Art. by. All right, and uh, Mr. Dama, good morning. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Doma. Doma is uh, from India. Okay, thank you, Dr. Dwayne, for this topic, says Ayin D. I think you remember Ayin? <laughs> I do remember yes. Ayin. Yes. All right, and hi at John Pullum and Mr. Doma Gaming, and hi at Giga Art. Everybody's saying hi and virtual hugs to everyone. All right, and blind guy, his wife, their life, Corey and Lakita Marie. This is great information. Thank you for this wonderful guest. Indeed, I am very blessed to have with us 
today, Dr. Dwayne Wood. Okay, please don't forget to like and share this live stream. And again, everybody saying hi to everybody. All right. Okay, and Ayin has this awesome observation. I think this pandemic also costs a lot of people to get diabetes. What do you think of that, Doc? Wow, wow. You know, I was recently reading um, something there in the Philippines, and there are actually 3.9 million people in the Philippines that, yes. that uh, live with type 2 diabetes. That's 6.3% of the population. And around the world, what the pandemic has done is the pandemic has made people kind of uh, retract from being outside. And as a result of that, there are a whole host of things that we're beginning to see. So, so, and it's not always just that people are eating too much, right? Let me make that point. All because right. we harp on food so much that we forget there are other things that also can cause and predispose someone to diabetes, like stress. Stress, right, stress without eating more can also cause diabetes or, or cause blood sugars to rise. So we're seeing people who are withdrawing from outside because we're socially distancing. Mm -hmm. There are places where you can't travel to go to the places you normally would go to beaches and uh, recreational areas. Yes, uh, and even family food. gatherings, right? We can't even do and family, family gatherings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so those people are, are back in. And because they're back in, they're not getting as much activity. Now, there are people who didn't go out and do formal exercising. They didn't go to the gym. They didn't run. They didn't have any formal exercises. But just in their normal day-to-day -day activity, they were actually moving. They were exercising. And we've, we've we found that people who were in the pandemic, that has, that has been curtailed. And so now we're starting to see people put on some weight. There's more stress. They're not sleeping as well. And then all those things cause blood sugars to rise. All right. So basically, it's not just about food. So uh, I'm really learning so much already. I thought diabetes was basically just all about food. Never thought about, you know, even sleep affecting, you know, predisposition to diabetes and stress. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Doc. All right. So let's add some more comments. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful day today from Scrapstash. Another question from Ayin. All right, so um, it's too big. Let's make it a little small. There you go. Dr. Dwayne, what are the symptoms to determine if you have diabetes? Because we are still in pandemic and most of the people would like to stay at home only. Ah, wow. Ayin, that is a wonderful question because there are some simple things that you can pay attention to at home that may trigger your thought, okay, I need to get checked for diabetes. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some very common things. Uh, and, and before I answer the question, I want to explain a little bit about how diabetes works. And I like to tell people when they think about diabetes, think of diabetes as an energy issue, an energy problem, because the body uses sugar, the food that we eat, right, gets converted to sugar, particularly the carbs. And that sugar gives us energy for what we need to do. Okay, let's 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 start there. Mm -hmm. So, because the body is not able to use the sugar that you give it in the food, the blood sugars are getting higher and higher, as we talked about, because the insulin is not able to work properly. So, if the body thinks it's not getting enough energy, it thinks it's starving, right? Mm -hmm. So, if the body mm -hmm. thinks it's starving, what does it make you do? It makes you eat. So, people who are diabetic right? If they don't know, they tend to eat a lot. It's called polyphagia. So they're eating a lot, trying to get energy in the body. Because oh. the blood sugars continue to rise, the body tries to get rid of the blood sugar. And how does it do that? It makes you pee it out. 
So people who have diabetes tend to have polyuria, which is peeing a lot. People are tired because the body's not able to use the energy, the food that you're eating, and so they're very, very fatigued. Because the body's immune system and the, um, the infection-fighting system and the wound-healing system is all delayed because it doesn't have enough energy, people who have diabetes tend to, if you get a scratch, you get a cut, it doesn't heal well. So right. polyphagia, polyuria, uh, poor wound healing, and here's a here's a con something that you would not expect, right? Okay. So yeah. you think everybody thinks that because you're putting on weight, uh, because you have diabetes, you're putting on weight. But we just said that diabetes causes you to pee a lot. But when you're peeing, you're peeing out calories. And so people who have diabetes, if the diabetes gets worse bad enough, they begin to lose weight because the body is losing those calories. Oh wow! So. I don't know if that's a good thing. Lose <laughs> weight to diabetes, so don't no, go don't. through that, guys. All right, but thank you so much, Doc. You know, um, as we said, thank you, Ayin, for that awesome question, right? Because um, it's really hard to get uh, like a face-to-face -face consultation right now here in the Philippines. So everything is basically e-consult unless it's it really merits face-to-face -face, um, situation. So at least we know more or less if we really need to get ourselves checked for diabetes. All right. right. So, Doc, um, is there a more vulnerable group for diabetes? Like, for example, our kids or our older people or younger people? Or we have this thinking here in the Philippines, Doc. I don't know if this is right. That diabetes skips a generation. <laughs> so, let's say my parents have diabetes. So, I won't have diabetes, but the next generation will have diabetes. So, any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's a very interesting observation. I don't know that it's totally correct um, because what we find is that uh, diabetes does have a genetic component, and we we normally think of diabetes as having what's called a two-hit theory, right? A two-hit mm -hmm. process. So there's a genetic component. So people who are in families are predisposed because of their genetics. And then there's an environmental component that is associated with it as well. And that's the lifestyle. So people who are in families tend, because they have the genetics and because they associate with each other, they tend to eat the same, they tend to do the same activities and that's the lifestyle component. And so it is not the case that it skips a generation. Now, if you make a deliberate attempt to have it avoid that generation, then of course it does happen or it can happen, but it does not do that as part of the course of diabetes, no. All right, so thank you. So it's a fallacy, guys, so it's not real, <laughs> all right? So you can get diabetes, type 2 diabetes, if you are not careful, okay? Uh, again, as Doc mentioned a while ago, it's not just about the diet, it's a lot of things, right? So even uh, your uh, stress level, and uh, sleep and so many other things so it's uh, a lot of things really okay so let's read some more of the comments stuff guys please don't forget to like the stream good vibes from giga art hello there danny danny hi danny is from canada okay miss mary thumbs up hello everyone stay safe all of you yes stay safe too miss mary thanks for dropping by dr Dwayne, another question is it okay to have a cheat day 
to make the diabetic person happy for a day with the food or he or she loves? Is it gonna be oh, a day wow. or days? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you know, uh, Mama Lala, I love this question because the answer simply, I'm going to answer the question and I'll explain it. The answer is yes. Okay. And I love this because I tell our patients and, and people that I talk to is that one of the reasons that we manage diabetes. Now, there might be some people over there that are going to get, they're going to say, oh, no, no, don't do that. But we, the reason we manage diabetes is because we manage diabetes to keep people alive longer, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We keep them alive longer so they can be healthy, so they can enjoy life. Part of enjoying life has to do with what? Food. food. Okay. <laughs> we say food is life. <laughs> because everything that we do revolves around, or food is a part of it. You know, when we celebrate, we eat. When we are mad, we eat. When we're upset, we eat. When we have babies, we eat. When we get married, when we have death. So the food is involved with it. Now, mm -hmm. the problem is not that people eat a particular thing and that causes the problem. The problem is that they eat too much of that thing. Okay? Mm -hmm. So the fact that somebody ate, um, you know, a, a cookie or, or ate a pie or eat a piece of cake, that's not what caused the problem. The problem is that they ate the piece of cake and then they ate another piece of cake and another piece of cake. <laughs> and then they drank some juice and they right. ate some ice cream. <laughs> All right. So that is a, actually for those who are diabetic, this is good news, right? But then again, this is Dr. Dwayne said, it's not a piece of cake. It's the next piece of cake and the next one, the next one. And there's so many other things that you actually add on to it. So just be careful, right? So don't overdo the cheat day and make it into days. All right. All right. Thank you so much, now, Doc. The other thing is, let me, let me just add another thing there, All right. uh, if you don't mind. So, as humans, we, and, and you got, you got, I'm not going to, this is not a, a political statement, mm -hmm. but we're, we're seeing, right, that people don't like to be told what to do, right? We see that now in the world. Everybody's, everybody's observing that. Mm -hmm. So, imagine, and I'm going to use the example of my son. He's 12, right? And let's assume that, that we go out to the store and he likes, uh, there are these gummy uh, fruits that we get. And if I walk in the house and he says to me, Daddy, can I have one of the gummy snacks? And I said, no, we're going to wait until dinner and then you'll have it. Okay. Well, what happened? Well, the next, until dinner, the next three hours, Daddy, can I have one? 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 Right? It's going to test you but, out, right? <laughs> but if I walk in the house and I said, hey, man, here is a gummy snack. Uh, eat this and we'll have dinner in a couple of hours. Do you know that I could put that box of gummy snacks in the pantry? And for the next week, two weeks, three weeks, he doesn't say anything about the gummy snacks. Oh, right? Okay. So I tell uh, people that diabetes has to be balanced. There can, If you do extremes... It's not going to work because people get tired, but don't go overboard. That's the key. That's awesome. Because what we want to do here is to maintain it. It's a lifestyle, so to speak, right, Doc? So if you get tired of it and you stop going back to your old ways, eating that whole box of gummy bears in one sitting, okay, that's it. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Doc. I'm 
really improving on my uh, diabetes knowledge. All right, so um, let's read some more um, comments again. Craft Stuff says, Hi, at Miss Mary. All right, Danny. Danny Doc actually is a practicing community pharmacist in Canada. So he says that exercise increases the sensitivity of insulin receptors to make insulin work better. Yes, I think that's why exercise actually helps. Right, Doc? Yes, Danny, I, I love that uh, because the body is able to upregulate and downregulate what's what are called insulin receptors. And so as we exercise, the body becomes more apt and adept at using the insulin that it has. And so our blood sugars begin to go down. Yes, All I love right. that. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. All right. And um, I want to say hi to Sarah and Lisa. Okay, Sarah Steele also has a question from my Facebook page. I can't pull it up because it's my personal page, Facebook page. Doc, um, his que her question is, if you have diabetes in your family, can you avoid developing it? This is actually very similar to the one you discussed uh, uh, a while ago, right? But uh, just to reiterate, Doc, I, I think because uh, she's coming in a little bit late. So um, can we answer this again? Just short one, Doc. Okay, so if oh, you have sure, diabetes yeah. in your family, can you avoid developing it? You, you can. It, it is likely that you can. Let me say likely, right? Because uh, there is that genetic and there's the lifestyle. So if you are conscientious, then the likelihood of not getting diabetes is very high. Yes. All right. So there you go, Sarah. Again, Sarah Steele and Lisa Ferret. Thank you so much for joining us there on my Facebook, personal Facebook page watching. <laughs> and also is Roy Richardson. Guys, jump on to Mommy Guide Inc. so that we can pull up your questions. All right, such good information, says Roy Richardson. I hope you remember Roy. He's also from uh, Leader in August. Okay, yes. <laughs> so there. And spoke audio, Robert, Mommy Lala. Hi there, Robert. Robert is also from the U.S. Oh, diabetes is huge in my family. Oh, okay. So, Robert, watch. Okay, so actually in my family too, Doc. Okay. I keep trying your, I keep typing your name wrong and can't say hello quick enough. I'm on my phone at Scrap Stuffs by IND. It's okay, Lakita Marie and Corey. Everybody makes a mistake about Ian's name, right, Doc? Yes. <laughs> Either pronouncing or, um, you know, spelling it, spelling it out. Okay. Oh, I don't, I didn't know that. That's why my dad keep on eating a lot and thought he only got a good appetite. And now he is diabetic already. Uh, but not fat at all. Yeah, and so so that's a that's another interesting point that there are and many of us know people who are diabetic who who have type two diabetes are not who are not big people, mm -hmm. and we also know people who are very heavy who are not diabetic, right? So 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 there is like I said the genetic there is the environmental, but there are a group of people that we don't understand why they either fall into diabetes or they don't have diabetes when you would expect that they would. Mm -hmm. All right. So again, thank you, Ayn, for that awesome question. Joanna Di Mayuga, she's from the States also, from the West Coast. Thanks, Mommy Lala, for this ver very informative show. Thank you so much for dropping by and watching. Again, of course, thanks to Dr. Dwayne. All right. <clears throat> okay. And everybody saying hi again. Uh, Blind guy, his wife, their life. That's all right. Thank you. From <laughs> all right. Ayan says, thank you for that answer, Dr. Wayne. I should be careful now because when my dad my dad got it, I'm shocked. 
that my dad's siblings also have it. So now we know that there is also already a genetic, uh, probably composition part of it, right? Uh, on your family, Ayin. So careful, sister. Just a little bit more careful. All right. And scrap stash. Yay, do thanks, Dr. Dwayne. My mom and husband will love to hear this. Yes, because uh, Tracy scrap stash's parent, uh, mom is diabetic and also her husband. Uh, they're on maintenance uh, already, Doc. Okay, there's a question okay, from Lakita Marie and Corey. I gained a lot of insight on reversing diabetes from plant-based doctors and of food solutions to improve diabetes management. My question is, Dr. Wood, a YouTuber because his background is... Huh, I didn't get that. <laughs> Did you get that question, Doc? Hold on. Uh, to improve diabetes, my question is if, if Dr. Wood, because of this background, is what is the fire? Maybe you agree? Do you agree? Uh, let's see, plant based. Well, let, let me see take an attempt at that. At that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so I think they're asking whether it is true that plant based uh, diets can affect um, diabetes. Yes. And so, so let me jump in and let me, let me, I'm going to use my hands here for an example. So, so we know. Right? And we've said before, just a little while ago, that most patients who are type 2 diabetics, who live with type 2 diabetes, they their body is making insulin. Mm. Right, In fact, their bodies are making more insulin than someone who is not diabetic. And so the question is, how do we get the blood sugar down to a point where the amount of their insulin that they're making is appropriate for what the blood sugars are? Because if we can ever find that point, then medication goes away. Everybody get that so far? Yes, yes, Doc. So, so what we've found as we are, everybody is kind of evaluating because but, but, uh, diabetes is becoming such a huge issue mm -hmm. that plant-based diets, because they lack, um, or not lack, because they don't have as much of the fats, they don't cause as much weight gain, the body's able to process those carbs much more efficiently, that it is one of the ways that we can use to minimize the development of diabetes or to decrease blood sugars when we try to treat diabetes so that those patients can decrease their medication burden and sometimes get off of medication. All right, so let's emphasize on the one of the ways. All right. Yes. All right, so it's not the ultimate solution to diabetes. Correct, correct. All right, so thank you so much, Doc Dwayne, for that. All right, I hope that answers your question, Nakita Marie and Kari. All right, so another question, please. Is it true that if you have discoloration or black lines at the back of your neck, it's also a sign that you have diabetes? Because my sister had it since college. This, uh, this is the uh, first time I've heard of this. I, I don't know. Uh, so very, very good question and very good observation. So uh, what you're describing is something called acanthosis nigricans. Acanthosis nigricans. And what it is, it is a sign of insulin resistance. Okay? So insulin resistance simply means that the body is producing a lot of insulin and the insulin is not being used effectively. Now, most people who are type 2 diabetes, diabetic, or you know, almost all of them, the reason for their diabetes is what we call insulin resistance. And so insulin resistance shows up as acanthosis mitograns or those black lines that you described. 
And so it's not necessarily a sign of diabetes, but most people who have diabetes will have it. All right. So again, best to check with your doctor or medical practitioner if you see those. Don't immediately, you know, assume that it is indeed diabetes, but it can be. Right, Doc? All right. Yes. So thank you, Ayn, for that again. And everybody again saying hi because people are jumping in and out of the stream at this point. Hello, Spoke Audio and Joanna Di Mayuga. All right. And Ayn also says, limit the food and sugar intake. Control ourselves to eat beyond our limitations. Noted. Okay. Oh, the comment has become so small. Sorry. I actually made it too small. Wee, 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 wee. All right. I was... Okay. There you go. All right. And from KM. Hello, question. If you were diagnosed with gestational diabetes, okay, uh, during pregnancy and your sugar levels returned to normal after giving birth, do you still need to monitor your sugar levels? And how oh, often? Wow. Yeah, so very, very good question. You guys are on it tonight, I uh, this morning. I love <laughs> that, guys. <laughs> I told right. you, Doc, Ask we me. have a lot of diabetes issues here in the Philippines. You're asking some very intelligent questions. And so, so gestational diabetes is diabetes, of course, that occurs uh, when a woman is pregnant. And, and Filipina, is that the right uh, Yes, right Doc, that's correct. <laughs> Filipina for women, um, yes. Filipina for women and, and around the world, okay? So not just mm -hmm. in Philippines, but those of you who may be in other places. So when someone is diabetic, is uh, pregnant and they have diabetes, it's called gestational diabetes. And the fact is that about 50% of the people who have gestational diabetes will go on to develop frank diabetes. And so the answer is yes, you should still have your, your blood sugars checked at periodic times. Um, I usually tell my patients uh, at least once a year, they should have an evaluation. All right. So at least once a year. Thank you so much, though. I think I actually was diagnosed with that when I was pregnant and never re really checked after <laughs> So that's a great um, reminder. All right. And from Ms. Rhea of Cebu, Monay News, thank you for sharing such information, knowing that diabetes nowadays is increasing and a lot of people should be educated with it as well to help them understand more. Indeed, sis. All right. And we have Samantha. Hi, Samantha of Inspirational Connection TV. Hi, Mommy Lala. Hello. I think she just finished her stream. She was streaming. Uh, she started streaming at about uh, 8.30. All right. Oh, wow. Yes. Early. Yes. So I think she just finished. All right. So I was there on the stream earlier also. So this is awesome. Thank you, Samantha. And Superflus, this is my daughter. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm in cl a class. I no, Class just finished, so I only checked in now. Great to see you, Dr. Dwayne. Yeah, she helps me moderate. Okay, but she has okay, a class. How are you? Yes, so she is actually very interested in uh, this topic as well. Scrap Stash says, My mom and my husband. All right, this is a nice question, Doc. My mom and my husband is on the fit side. Okay, so, uh, but they're both diabetes, or di they both have diabetes or diabetic. While I'm on the heavier side, but my sugar level is okay. So does that mean that she will always have? an okay level sugar level just because she is uh she's okay now even though she is on the bigger side or heavier side Doc. well this goes back to my point earlier that we all know people who are smaller 
on the small side who don't have that di- or do have diabetes mm-hmm. and people who are on the heavier side who don't. And we don't quite understand why that is the case. Mm-hmm. But what we want to do always is we want to make sure that we are um, monitoring and doing all the things that, that we know to do to minimize our chances of going on to develop diabetes. All right. So again, uh, the type 2 diabetes can be okay, uh, eventually uh, acquired. So whatever it is you're doing, Tracy, it's great. So just keep on doing that and I hope you remain diabetic-free for life. All right. Um, Ayin again says, insulin resistance. Noted, doc. Noted, doc. Thank you. Okay, so again from my daughter. I have the biggest sweet tooth known to man in our family. Yes, actually, she cannot eat, like, uh, she can eat a bar of chocolate in one sitting. Uh, and yes, our family actually has a history with diabetes. If I'm, yes, anak. So is there a limit to the amount of sweets I'm allowed to eat? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness, Anak. All right. Now, now I wish, I wish there there was a number that I can give you, Anak. Um, but but there is not. And so what we tell people, of course, is to make sure that they're being moderate. And what does moderate mean? Um, moderate means that you are not eating uh, excessively, right? So if you're eating ice cream, you know. A, a pint of ice cream every day, I think that would be considered excessive, right? So, so you can enjoy ice cream, but I wouldn't have ex- ice cream every day. Um, I wouldn't have it, you know, twice a day or three times a day. So, just as you're looking at all the things you're eating, even the good things that we sometimes think, right? Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that we're always being uh, moderate and temperate. All right, thank you, Doc. Uh, Sam, listen to Doctor Dwayne. All right. Thank you so And maybe I should stop buying them, right? So there's nothing that they can eat. So I think it boils down to me, right? So I should stop buying those, right? That's right. All right. So, Doc, from KM again. Thank you so much, Dr. Wood. We'll take note of that. Thanks so much, Sis KM. And see you later tonight for Crafty Nights. Hello at KM Kalantas and Inspirational Connection TV and Superfoods. Hi, Ayan. Craft Sauce by Ayandi. How are you? All right, and blind guy, his wife and their life says, I appreciate Dr. Wood's answer to my plant-based comment. And my other question was, if he was a YouTuber, because his background is fire, as in it's amazing, like a seasoned streamer. Because of that blind guy, yes, he is a YouTuber. All right, and we're so glad that he actually you know, thought of going on this platform to help educate people. So, if you want more of Dr. Dwayne, all right, he actually has his social media, okay, channels. He actually has um, Facebook. It's at Dr. Dwayne Wood, all right, and his YouTube is Dr. Dwayne Wood, okay. Also on Twitter, Dr. Dwayne Wood, LinkedIn. Dr. Dwayne Wood and even TikTok guys, Dr. Dwayne Wood. All right, but if you want to have more, like you have questions and lots of stuff, then you can go to his um, website. So he has two. Okay, that's https uh, doubles, uh, what do you call this? Slash www.thelighterway.com. And all right, it's www.docenter.com. And 
okay his next live streaming all right it's gonna be uh take note guys the september 27 p.m cst that's us time if you want to be able to watch dr Dwayne uh, live philippine time it's gonna be over there underneath that what food should i eat it's september 21 8 a.m philippine time okay so best so that you don't miss any of um his live streams or video uploads best to subscribe okay to his youtube channel dr Dwayne wood again that's september 21 8 a.m philippine time this topic this time around is what foods should i eat ah oh, there you go all right so we'll continue on dr Dwayne. all right uh, just, just one note there um, all right Okay, um, is that uh, so? So all the things are, are correct. There is not a Facebook page, though. Oh, there's so no Facebook a, page. Where no did I get yes. that? <laughs> there's a Facebook page for our practice. Uh, all right. Not, so uh, maybe you should make a Facebook page, Doc. <laughs> I should. I should. <laughs> right, because there's a lot of people who do Facebook. Yes. Yes. Right. All right. So sorry about that. So no Facebook page yet. Not yet. All right. All right. All right, so Superflu said, that's my daughter saying, Noted, Doc, thank you for the advice. And note to myself, do not buy too much chocolate. Too much All, right. Chocolate. <laughs> All right. Doing great, Sam Hold on. Uh, doing great, Samantha, at Inspirational Connection TV. Thank you. See you tonight also at 8 p.m. here in the Philippines if you are available. Yes, guys, for those who are watching, I also have my Crafty Nights later at 8 p.m. Philippine time. All right, Dr. Dwayne will be sleeping. Okay, that time. <laughs> oh, okay. Samantha says, no, buy me snacks. Yes, but as doctor said, just, you know, moderation enough. But you don't tend to be moderate. You go to extremes. <laughs> All right. Here's another question. Okay, Doc, is it always... Oops, sorry. Doc, is it always an option to use sugar-free granules to your drinks? Or food or do you have any recommendations or suggestions to all who have diabetes i think maybe these are sugar substitutes as sweeteners yes um very good question and lots of information out there on this topic um there are a lot of people who have thought that sweeteners um and you've heard everything from sweeteners can cause other cancers or they can cause other things in the body mm -hmm. um that has not been proven that that they do do that but what happens in the body is that the body is expecting when you begin drinking something or eating something that has a sweetener, the body is poised and it begins to respond as though it's getting sugar. So the insulin goes up. Uh, all of the hormones that come out when you are drinking something, they actually get peaked. And so the body doesn't get what it's looking for. So you drink something that's sugar free, you eat something that's sugar free. And for the moment, the blood sugars don't change. But later on, because all of those hormones have been coming out, you become hungry and then you eat. Actually, sometimes people eat more than they would have eaten if they had something with sugar. So while I don't tell people they can't eat or drink something that has sugar free sweeteners, then I tell them be cautious about it. You know what the best thing to drink is? All right. Well, no. Water. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say that. All right. Though. And then after you drink water, drink some water. Uh, so it's basically water and water. 
All right. So for a while there, Doc, I wasn't like I oh, I don't like water, so I'm always drinking either juice or caffeinated stuff or what have you until I had an issue. So now I have to drink at least two liters of water at least a day. That's what the the doctor told me. Anyway, Doc, we have a question from my personal Facebook page again. Sarah is there. So Sarah still is um when you say plant-based, what exactly do you mean, Doc? Ah, plant-based. Wow. So there's a whole uh, body of literature that's out there. There are uh, support groups. Uh, and when I say plant-based, so these are people who eat nothing but uh, products that come from plants. So they don't eat any animal products. Okay, so that's what plant-based in a nutshell means. So, so that is no kinds of meats, no kinds of fish. Um, they don't eat eggs. They don't drink uh, milk. Uh, so that is the... Th those are actually called vegans. Those people who go to that extreme. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I say extreme, I don't mean in a negative way. Those people who don't eat any plant uh, or any uh, animal products. So there are people who are vegetarian and then there are people who are vegan. Uh, but plants-based means that there's not any animal products. All right. So there you go, additional knowledge for us for that. So they use um, substitutes, right, so that are also plant-based for their meat, like uh, soy, I think. Something right, like that. soy is a big one. Um, people use a lot of beans. Uh, yes, to substitute beans. All right. Protein. There's a follow-up from Sarah, Doc. All right. I don't understand the difference between diabetes and insulin resistance. I have a friend with insulin resistance, and he also drinks a lot of wine. So how does uh, alcohol impact? probably diabetes or insulin and uh, insulin resistance good, good question and there, there are actually a couple of questions in there so the first one let's deal with that the difference right. between insulin resistance right. and diabetes so insulin resistance is a, a situation where the body is making um, insulin but the insulin is not effective okay and so the body begins making more and more insulin. Let me give you an example. Let's assume, and this is just a silly example. These numbers are not, are not absolute numbers. Okay. But let's assume that a normal person, their body makes 10 units of insulin a day. And their blood sugars are perfect because they're normal. Mm -hmm. If someone puts on some weight, now the body has to make 12 units of insulin. And if they put on more weight, then the body now has to make uh, 14 and 15 and 16 and 17 and 18. Okay. And as the body is, as long as the body is able to make enough insulin to compensate for what the body needs, right? So the blood sugars are going up, the body now makes 12. The blood All sugars right. go up, it makes 13 and so forth. Mm -hmm. As long as the body is able to do that, then we don't have diabetes because the blood sugars maintain normal. All right. The moment the body is unable to keep up with the insulin requirement, the blood sugars go too high and that's called diabetes. All right. Wow. Perfectly explained. I actually really, really understood that. All right. So how about the, the effect of wine, though? Right. So, so the effect of wine or alcohol, all of those um, uh, alcohol and so forth, they all fit into the category of carbohydrates. So I would treat oh. them just like I treat any other carbohydrate. All right. Okay. And uh, Sari just want to share... Okay. My grandmother was very thin and had diabetes. She had an amputation because of it. 
All right. And also, he she said, yes, great background, Doc Dwayne. All right. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. Thank you, guys. Actually, Doc, I have uh, a call to action for one of my dear friends from college. Her brother is actually um, set for kidney transplant. And they need 2 million pesos for that to happen. And this was... Um, caused by the his end stage kidney failure is caused by untreated diabetes all right yeah. so uh, if you want to help out um, this is uh, on Facebook it's Doki's hero okay um, it's uh, they are trying to sell all of this um, stuff to raise uh, to help um, raise the money for his transplant um, and uh, if you don't actually want any of these products that are shown here on the screen right now, you can actually send over your donations to their BPI Family Savings Bank or Metro Bank under the account name of Aryan Esamonte. She's my batchmate and this is her mobile number. Again, any amount will do and in behalf of the family, thank you so much. It's called Doki's Hero because Doki is actually a vet med. He's a doctor for animals. Um, so he is uh, uh, end-stage kidney failure. So very um, timely for our discussion, right? So that's why, guys, uh, diabetes, the, the problem and the danger that diabetes poses in the long run is real. All right? So as, uh, it, that's why it's very, we're very blessed that we have Dr. Dwayne uh, today to educate us about how to not go into this rabbit hole right of uh, diabetes so to speak all right um let's do some more comments doc from colorful delights this is miss rams hello miss rams good morning hi mommy lala and dr Dwayne. aside from cutting sugars and carbo can brown red black rice because we're rice eaters um they say that brown red and black rice are better than the white rice i don't know if doc is familiar with this uh i think it has to do with glycemic uh what do you call that, Doc? Glycemic index. 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 Yes, I think they have lower ones than the white one. Uh, help in our daily diet to prevent diabetes. So meaning changing your diet from the usual white rice to this supposedly healthier rice, brown, red, black rice. Help. <laughs> All right. So very good question. And and let me give a let me give a general principle, right, that will answer this question. So so one of the things that we want to try to avoid as we talk about preventing the progression of, to diabetes, is we want to try to avoid any uh, overly refined foods, okay? So, so when we talk about refined foods, that's talking about um, getting away from foods that are not in their natural form, right? So, so and, and once again, you know, this is not an absolute. So I would much rather you eat a mango then drink a mango nectar, right? Mm. Or eat a banana, then drink a smoothie, a banana smoothie. I would rather you eat brown or black, uh, black rice than white rice. So, and that's the idea that we want to stay away from highly refined foods. Perfect answer, Doc. Yes, because white rice is refined already, right? Processed already. Perfect answer. You're so good, Doc. I, I, you, guys, don't you agree? Right? Doc Dwayne has this knack for explaining things. Literally, it's like, uh, you know, to a child. 
So, um, thank you so much for that, Doc. All right. Okay, here is a comment, Doc, that you think, I think you might want to consider. Yes, Doc, please try Facebook page. <laughs> All right. So, because there are actually people who are on Facebook, so it would probably be um, also a good platform for you to have. Oops, sorry. All right. A Facebook page. All right. So, I'm very late from Kimbucha. Hey, uh, hey Lala. Hi, Kim. Thanks for dropping by. No, it's okay. It's fine. All right. So, Scrap Sash. Thanks, Doc. That is an interesting fact to know that some have it, some don't based on their weight. Again, yes. Uh, I guess eating more plant-based food for years does wonder for my sugar. Yes. She uh, does like to eat vegetables. It's like um, every meal, she has something of a plant-based uh, dish. All right. And hi to Colorful Delights and Kimbucha from Ayin. Okay, Norman's Diary. Hi, Sir Norman. I love the topic. Thank you for watching. And Steve. Remember Steve? Doc? You, Steve yes. Worthy. Hi, Steve. Yes. Hello, Lala and Dwayne. Hi, Steve. Thanks for dropping by. And, okay, blind guy. Oops. Blind guy, his wife, and uh, their life. Thank you for the details. I came in late, so I appreciate it, Mommy Lala. Are you able to please drop his YouTube channel link into the chat? All right. Okay, uh, Miss B, my moderator, actually. Okay, I will do that. Okay, I will send the link. I sent it to Miss B, but um, she's not here right now. So I'll send it to Ayin. Sis Ayin, can, I'll send it to you and Samantha. And can you please put the links to uh, Dr. Dwayne's channels and links on the description or on the comment? Okay, and of course, I will put it in the description below after. All right. Thanks for, for reminding us about that, uh, Corey and Lakita Marie. Oh, okay, hold on. Oh, so you tend to eat more. Gosh, water is the best. Yes, so that we're full. <laughs> water, water, water. All right. All right, so hello from Dr. Dwayne. All right, hello everybody from Dr. Dwayne. All right. Hi there, Steve Worthy and Norman's Diary from Ayin. Yes, water is life. It's also good for the skin. Indeed, right, Doc? Oh, for sure, yeah. Definitely. All right. So we follow a plant-based lifestyle, and my, I make my own mock meats using a blend of lots of vegetables and vital wheat gluten. We substitute cheese made with coconut, soy milk instead of animal milk. Actually, in their channel, Blind Guy, His Wife, Their Life, they actually show recipes. Okay, of some oh, wow. of the dish that they love eating. So if you, you know, if you subscribe to Blind Guy, His Wife, Their Life, and you catch them live or even on replay, they can show, and if you're interested in, you know, plant-based recipes, they, they show some of those there. All right. Oh, wow. And so you have to talk to Blind Guy about uh, coming on and talking to me. All right. <laughs> yes, Doc. And he's in the States. He's in the U.S. Okay, so yeah, I think actually, I've seen him on uh, on some of the other shows before. Yes. Yes. All right. So they're a great couple. I I love them so much. All right. And then Ar Arian. Okay, she's actually um, the sister and my friend. She's she's the sister of um, the doctor or Doki, who needs a kidney transplant. So she's wanting to say thanks a lot, Lala, and God bless to all. Yes. Yeah, so please, I hope you know. Again, no amount is small enough. Any amount will do at this point. Maraming maraming salamat po in advance. Alright. So yes, Doc, I can understand your explanation so well, right? He unpacks all of this very technical, medical terms, okay, so easily, right? That everybody can understand. 
Giga Art listening here. Yes, thanks so much, uh, G, if, even if you're working, that you're listening. All right, from Maria Cecilia Antonia, do you know insulin plan? Is it good to chew that in everyday meal? Ah, uh, All right, uh, let's see. Do I know insulin plans? Um, let me see there? if I get. So are you are you saying is the question? Are there plants that have insulin? Oh, I I think doc in the Philippines we have what we call serpentina. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've heard of that plant. Um, they say that if you have, I actually have that plant, but it's very bitter. They say that if you eat, chew, chew on that leaf every day, that it can actually lower down your um, your uh, what do you call this? Your sugar level. Now is that is that uh, the bitter melon? Is that what you guys do? You know what bitter melon is? I'm not sure, but probably because it's very bitter. So what we know is the local term. It's called serpentina. Yes. Yeah, so let's assume melon. it's the same. Let's assume it's bitter melon. So so bitter melon has been used by a lot of people to help uh, in decreasing blood sugar. It is it is considered to be an insulin sensitizer, just like. Uh, there was a comment earlier that when you exercise, uh, I think it was the, the pharmacist from Canada, when you exercise, the body becomes sensitized to insulin, and so it uses insulin more effectively and lowers blood sugars. The same thing is thought to be happening when you eat this bitter melon, that it does also help the body use the insulin more effectively and can lower blood sugars. All right. So it can. It can, Doc. In a lot of studies, it has been shown to do that. And in fact, uh, we will recommend that to our patients that they use it. Yes. All right. So there you go. So I hope that answers your question, Ms. Maria Cecilia Antonio. And Ian says, okay, noted. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Doc Duane. Can we have a part two of this stream? You can always go back to the replay, um, Tracy. But I hope we can have Dr. Duane. Uh, in the future back again you know it's already actually 11 oh no 10 o'clock p.m his time so <laughs> sorry doc okay there's still a lot of questions okay all right so ayin already is putting the link all right to dr Dwayne's youtube channel on the comments all right so how are you craft stops by andy from steve worthy all right oh thanks so much for the shout out mommy lala i'm more enthusiastic about food for health but my kids like it to taste too good Good. So I had to work hard to create delicious recipes. Indeed, right? So that's the thing. Um, even my kids, they when they see it's vegetable or if it's, you know, green, anything like that, they will try to eat it. But it's like more water. It's like one spoon and then a glass of water, <laughs> right? So making the dish, you know, um, healthy dish, uh, really delicious is actually a great way to make kids and even us eat right um, healthier food so again check out blind guy his wife their life they have lots of awesome recipes and they mentioned that in their show all right giga art says bitter melon is ampalaya at mommy guide oh bitter melon akala ko bitter gourd is ampalaya okay so um giga art says bitter melon is ampalaya so it's different i think the the one i'm saying oh, is, is okay. a leaf Okay, but then again, um, anything bitter probably lowers down sugar. I'm not sure. Don't take my word for that. That's uh, that has no, re- that's not research based, <laughs> right? So hi everyone. Here's the link to Dr. Twain's YouTube channel. All right, and also there's there's the link. 
So please, if you're watching right now and you don't know yet uh, Dr. Dwayne's YouTube channel, again, he talks about not just diabetes but a lot of other endocrine issues like thyroid, parathyroid, and everything that I've mentioned in my intro. And I think I did. I think Doc, during my intro, I was muted. So probably there was nothing in the intro, just the background music. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, that's life. All right. I hope we have more of you, Doctor Duane. Yes, I hope so too. Hello, yeah, mommy. Just simplify the just to simplify the link. If you go to YouTube.com/slash Doctor Duane Wood, yes. that will get you. Exactly. He has now his you know own. Um, uh, I wasn't able to get that, what do you call that, a customized YouTube channel, yes. Because once you reach 100 subscribers, you can now have it under your own name, yes. So like what we mentioned, okay, a while ago, it's this one, all right. So Dr. Dwayne, all right, they're on YouTube, okay. No Facebook, sorry, no Facebook. All right, Twitter is Dr. Dwayne Wood, okay. And, and no period, just Dr. Dwayne Wood, no period. Where is that? Ah, oh, the doctor has no period. All right, so let's remove the the the, the no. Okay, there you go, there you go, Doctor Dwayne Wood. All right, so editing on the fly. There you go, guys. All right, and of course TikTok. Okay, no period again, Doc. Right, no period. Okay, guys, don't put period. We just got so used to putting doctor with a period at the end. There you go. Okay, and of course. His channel, sliderway.com, I mean, uh, links, a website, and docenter.com. All right, so going back, I'll, I will let you go definitely, um, Doc. Um, there's just so many comments, guys. If you want uh, more, we can probably put the comment on Dr. Dwayne's YouTube channel. He also talks about diabetes there. He has a video about diabetes also there. Okay. So, okay, so yes, again, Dr. Dwayne is also on TikTok. Yes, Miss Maria, I, I showed all of Dr. Um, Dwayne's social media handles as well as his um, website. Subscribe already to Dr. Dwayne. Yes, everybody, we should subscribe. You should subscribe. Promise, it's really worth it. And it's once a week, every Tuesdays, 8 a.m. Philippine time. All right, yeah, so there. 7 p.m. Uh, Central, Central Time yes. in the U.S. All right. Or 10 a.m. Oh, no, no, no. 8 a.m. EST. Right. There you go. Okay, so let's go back to Dr. Duane. Just looking at the comment section of my Facebook page for the last time before we actually... Um, say goodbye to Dr. Duane for today. At what age? Okay. So, okay, I think let's do this as the last question, Dr. Dwayne. Uh, at what age should the kids be tested to determine if, the, if they have diabetes? This came from my personal FB page, so I can't put up the comments. So, right, it's right. there. And that's a, good, that's a good question. And the guidelines kind of vary on this when it comes to children. Um, but if you are seeing symptoms or signs of what you think diabetes then you should get the children uh, tested. And that is, like we said before, polyphagia, so eating a lot, polyuria, peeing a lot, un, uh, poorly healing wounds, uh, they get a cut and it doesn't heal well, or excessive weight loss when they're not trying. All right, so we have to take note, sorry, my, my father, grandfather clock is 
alarming. It says it's late by five minutes. It's already 11:05. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Thank you so much, Doc, for reminding us that it's really there's no magic number, so to speak, when it comes to age. All right. Even for kids or adults, it's uh, we have to be careful about checking the symptoms. So it's not just because you're big. You automatically have diabetes. Doesn't also mean that you're thin or you look lean. That you don't have diabetes. All right. So right. there's so many things. But if you find all the symptoms that um, Dr. Duane have mentioned just a few, uh, just a while back, then have ourselves tested. Yes, me included. All right. So um, last comment probably for the day. Hello, crafty and streaming friends. Let's drink a lot of water and eat more healthy. Starting today goes to a healthy. Living. Thank you so much for that, Miss Rams. All right. So again, before we leave, we would like to hear again from Dr. Duane. Just you know, last tips for everybody who really wants to try and avoid. Okay. So let's try to do the prevention. Okay, not the cure if we can. All right, Dr. Duane. Well, guys, yeah, it's it's been great talking with you. I mean, you can ask some amazing questions. I love that. Well, remember, it's not just a food issue. So diabetes is not just a food issue, that it is a genetic component and then lifestyle. So there are probably about six, six or seven things I'm going to give you here real quick. Just write them down. So diet, activity, sleep, stress, anxiety, depression, and pain. So diet, activity, sleep, stress, anxiety, depression, and pain. All those things can cause blood sugars to be elevated. And our goal really is to try to prevent diabetes right so if we're doing those things if we're making those lifestyle changes and a lot of the things that we've talked about here to, to today uh you can help to delay and prevent diabetes so thank you for coming out uh you know just see us on our on our uh, platform dr Dwayne Witt and all those platforms thank you mama lala for be having me here and for you guys for coming out and asking all those amazing questions all right it's such an amazing morning spending this time with you dr Dwayne. thank you thank you so much and we hope to have you back in the future. I hope this is not the first and the last. All right. Okay. All right. And with that, we'd like to thank you so much for joining me and Dr. Dwayne Wood today. Again, if uh, you're not yet subscribed to my channel or to Dr. Wood's uh, YouTube channel, I highly suggest that you do so. Okay. And with that, we'd like to say thank you. Have a great night to the other side of the world. And for us here in the Philippines, uh, magandang hapon po sa inyong lahat. And see you next time. Bye!